0: and welcome to a bookshelf binge. I'm your host Jessica and today I'm joined by fellow bookstagrammer and bookish business owner Caitlin. Caitlin owns Fable Grounds Coffee and I'm so excited that she's here.
1: Thank you so much. Hi thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast.
0: (laughs) It's really exciting. You own a bookish coffee roasting company. Can you kind of tell me how you got started, what the origin story is of Fablegrounds Grounds Coffee? Sure, absolutely.
1: I started a Bookstagram account in 2019, and I started seeing all these book-themed shops, and I thought it was super cool. And so I was searching for one that had coffee because I'm obsessed with coffee. <laughs> and I could not find any. There was a lot of tea shops that did bookish tea, but I couldn't find one that did coffee. So I started kind of researching how to roast coffee, how to start a coffee business, all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, I think I can do this. And it would be fun, like a creative outlet for me in a way. So yeah, so I did lots and lots of research for months <laughs> and then finally opened up Fablegrounds Coffee in um, like early 2020. So be- kind of right before COVID started.
0: <laughs> kind of ideal for like an online shop like yours. I feel like Instagram boomed around that as well.
1: Yeah, it totally did. It totally did. The shop really grew fast and it surprised me, but I was like,
0: sweet. <laughs> so you came upon this idea this wasn't like an end goal of yours like to have a business and to have a coffee shop essentially I mean not a shop like a roastery I should say yeah no um
1: nope I mean I still have a full-time job and I'm not planning on ever really not having that job so it's more like something that I did for like an adventure something I was like oh that sounds like fun let me try it and then I was like, this is actually is really fun. And <laughs> I'm just going to keep going with it. So
0: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And what a fun, creative outlet. Have you ever worked in a coffee shop before? I have not. No. no, this was an entirely new adventure for you.
1: It was, it really was. But it's been really enjoyable and I've learned so much.
0: So it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. I worked in coffee shops, my entire like education. So like your shop is near and dear to my heart and my history. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: I, I've always wanted to, but when I was in college, I um, didn't really need to work. So I just didn't. (laughs) And yeah, so I never really went and worked at a coffee shop, but maybe one day, maybe one day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't really recommend it. But it's definitely a time. Yeah, right. (laughs) Service jobs are just so hard. No, It takes a very special person to do that their entire career. And man, that was not me. So you roast the coffee all yourself? How does Fablegrounds Coffee do it? Uh,
1: No, I don't actually. So... I set out to do that originally, but coffee roasters are very expensive. (laughs) And I didn't have a lot of funds to put up front into the business when I started. So I searched um, and kind of contacted a bunch of different coffee roasters in my area. And so there's one, they're literally five minutes down the street from me. And um, I went to their warehouse and they, I mean, I talk to them about all the different places that, you know, they get the green beans from, and we kind of work together on that kind of stuff. And basically they're just, they're just a coffee roaster and they don't have an actual coffee shop. They just roast coffee. And so I go there about three to four times a week and we kind of work on roasting and then creating new flavors and that kind of stuff. So they do the roasting and the heavy stuff and then I just create the coffee and the flavors and that kind of stuff
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah yeah how do you choose like the different flavor profiles and like the types of beans as someone who like did third wave coffee like I can talk about this all day but like there's so many different types of beans that go into coffee and it brings out different flavors how do you go about deciding that for each of your blends
1: so I kind of um I have them do things that I'm thinking and then try it to see if it works <laughs> kind of thing. So that all of the coffee that, um, is flavored is actually a Brazilian blend and it's roasted light. So it's like a light roast. And I feel like that specific blend, it, it allows for the flavor to come out more. So the, the coffee is not overpowering. And then the flavor can actually be tasted and kind of shine for the coffee. So that's how I did that. And I've, I've done different ones. Like I've done, um, just a normal French roast, which, you know, is technically a dark roast with flavor to see how that does. And you can still taste the flavor, but you definitely, it's like almost like a burnt coffee taste sort of thing. So it's kind of just playing around with all the different ones to see what works best. Um but
0: yeah I That's do awesome. a lot of sampling. <laughs> My dream side hustle. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. I am very, very caffeinated at all
0: times. <laughs> so your shop also doesn't just focus on coffee beans. You also have products like mugs and candles. How did you decide to expand to that? I think um I always wanted
1: to incorporate mugs into the shop because It goes with coffee, (laughs) Um, but we actually have, I'm sure most states have this, but here in um, Maryland, we actually have a Renaissance Festival and they have these stoneware mugs. Every year I get one and I love them and I always drink my coffee out of them. And so I started doing research um, on the companies that actually sit there and hand make those mugs, which I think is super cool. And so I was like, I really want stoneware mugs in the shop because I just love them. So I decided to do that. And I mean, they take a long time to make. So I don't always have them available. They're sort of like a specialty item, I consider them, because it takes the people um, that do them about almost 12 weeks to make only like 24 mugs, you know? So it's like, a huge ordeal. There's only five of them. So it's like, <laughs> they're sitting there just making mugs all day. But
0: you all can't see me right now. But I am just looking at Caitlin, shocked at the sheer amount of time each one of those mugs takes. That's crazy. I, I don't know how they
1: do it. Honestly, I mean, they must just love it. <laughs> they have to. But yeah, and then with the candles, I enjoy making candles oddly it's just really relaxing <laughs> and so I I would make candles for myself and I was like why, oh, maybe I can add these into the shop as like a little side piece of the shop and so I started doing it and people seem to really like them so I've just continued putting like coming out with new ones and stuff
0: that's awesome I was looking through all of your different offerings and it's like I already have it. A- cart full of it it's so <laughs> okay like press purchase <laughs> oh nice nice yeah man I mean I
1: always try to come out with new stuff but at the same time I don't want the shop to be so crazy so I'll like get rid of things I'll cycle through but
0: that's fair yeah having constantly new stuff I think would stress me out beyond belief <laughs> oh yeah yeah I I try to take
1: breaks from it and do maybe like new stuff every other month or
0: every three months. But yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it sounds like it. So this shop is pretty much just you by yourself running the whole show. The pretty much.
1: I, so I do have my friend Tara, who is also a bookstagrammer. She does the social media. So all of those pretty pictures you see on Fablegrounds, Instagram or her. (laughs) Um, And then I do have one of my other friends, Bella. She's from Denmark and she's a really amazing artist. And so she does most of the art for the labels because I am not super, super art savvy. I can do very simple things, but she does like big character art and stuff like that. But so it's just the three of us. Yeah. Oh, and I do have one person, she actually lives in Maryland, really close to me. She'll come over occasionally if I have really big amounts of orders and she helps me package and send them, them out and stuff like that. So, so
0: small, small little business with some part-timers. <laughs> do you have hopes and dreams of scaling it up and making it a bigger production and a larger company or are you pretty content keeping it with it mostly being just you with some help from some friends?
1: I think that I I haven't had like super big plans to scale up. I would like it to grow gradually and see where it can go but I'm not actively trying to make it grow to like specific way, like areas or like, you know, margins and stuff within this year or anything. But I think over time it would be nice for it to grow and I could bring more people on and stuff, but it's not an immediate goal, I guess, of the shop. It's just fun creating and offering things to to people that I know will enjoy them. So
0: what are your overall goals for the shop? Um, it's kind of just
1: something for me to have fun. It's, it's almost like a hobby for me more than a business, you know, as long as I have enough, (laughs) made enough money to pay for taxes at the end of the year, I'm like, that's fine. (laughs) We're good good with that. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's more of a hobby and I just enjoy it. So, my goals are for it to continue and not go under, I guess. <laughs>
0: That's the ultimate goal. We really fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what's a major learn? Well, oh, that wasn't a real sentence. What's a major lesson you've learned as you run this business, either about running a business or about yourself? I think, um,
1: a big lesson is not to underestimate, um, you know, what you are capable of doing. I would have never thought that the business would have grown to what it is now. I mean, I was happy at the beginning just to get one or two orders a week, and now it's you know grown past that, and I'm like, wait, where? What is happening? Where are all these things coming from? But it's really crazy. Um, just to kind of see that I was capable of creating this business and this thing that, you know, makes that brings other people joy, not only me, but yeah. And then also don't underestimate when, uh, (laughs) when authors repost one of your items that is about their book, people kind of go crazy for that. I did have, um, you know, it's, it's always a learning experience with a small shop, I think, but I had made this mug uh, based on um, V.E. Schwab's A Darker Shade of Magic series, and she reposted it in her stories, the mug, (laughs) and people went insane, and I only had, I didn't think it was going to really sell, like, crazy amounts. So I only had 24 of those mugs because I was like, Oh, well, this was, it's only like the second mug I've ever made, you know, and I don't know who's going to buy it. She reposted it. And then I put it up for sale and it sold out in 30 seconds. The 24 mugs were gone. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what just happened? And then, so people were getting a little Like, they were like, oh man, I didn't get this mug and I really, really wanted it. And I'm getting like tons of messages about that. So I put it up for pre order and then I sold a large amount. And I was like, I was not prepared for this. This is what happened. So, (laughs) authors are really nice when they do that. That's, (laughs) I mean, it's cool. I was like, okay. (laughs) But that was a learning experience for sure. So now, you know, I I have changed how I do that a little bit. So people aren't like, oh my gosh, I missed out. Oh no. So anyway, that was a long story. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I loved it. I love stories like this. <laughs> it really just like puts into context everything. And I just love stories. <laughs> yeah. How do you handle people like sliding into like the shop's DMs being like either upset about a product or like really like anxious to get something? Like, how do you like handle that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just try to think of it as if it was me being upset about something and how I would want them to respond to me. So a lot of the times I'll either just email them, um, asking how I can rectify whatever the issue is. Like if, I have gotten before somebody ordered a bag of coffee and they really, really did not like the taste, the flavor of the coffee. And at that point, I mean, that's a personal preference, but I wanted to make them happy. So it's like, I would, I'm so sorry. You don't like the coffee. Um, (laughs) If you would like, I, I will replace the bag with another coffee that you think you might enjoy more, you know, just that, just trying to be you know, have good customer service and make people happy and come back for more. Um, I'd rather them, you know, be happy with the product than be upset and, and annoyed that I'm like, oh, well, sorry, that's too bad. That's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's just kind of trying to respond in a positive way that keeps them uh, in a positive mindset.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And so kind. I am amazed by everyone who keeps that composure and keeps that mentality when dealing with customer service. Because God knows that I would not thrive in a customer facing role like that.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, my day job, I work as an accountant. I don't really talk to people at all. So it's been definitely that's been another learning experience Dealing with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I normally just deal with numbers on a on a spreadsheet. So
0: <laughs> I feel that on a level. Yeah, I do budget stuff for my office as well. So I truly feel that on like a deep <laughs> level. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what has been your favorite coffee that you come out with? Can you even decide? Like, if you can, then that's like fine. <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Honestly, my very favorite, the one that I drink the most probably is Four Londons, um, which is a darker shade of magic theme. (laughs) Obviously, I'm obsessed. No, Um, (laughs) that one is just a really good, it's a medium roast, and it's just a solid roast that you can drink at any time of day. So whenever I'm just in the mood for coffee, it's my go-to kind of roast. Um, it's probably most similar to maybe your just like coffee shop
0: blend, if that makes sense to you. <laughs> it really does to me. So yeah, and that's all that yeah. matters. I'm the one on this call with you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm a really professional podcaster, as you can tell. It. <laughs> no,
1: it's good. It's fun. <laughs>
0: So when you're creating these batches, do you decide on like the inspiration first and then try to create a coffee and a flavor profile towards that inspiration? Or does the flavor profile come first and then you've kind of paired that with something?
1: Uh, So generally it's the fandom or the theme that comes first. And then I think about it and I think what coffee makes the most sense or like what flavor can I create that makes the most sense and goes with this so generally the fandom and I try to choose I try to put up polls every once in a while on the Instagram asking people what fandoms they would like to see and that kind of stuff um so I've had to read a lot more books than I usually do because sometimes there'll be a ton of like requests for a specific book and I'm like I've never read that book I don't know anything about it how am I supposed to do that so so yeah I've read quite a few books this past year
0: (laughs) I love that you actually read them like I would honestly expect you to use like your raps and people from Instagram be like all right if you want this tell me flavor profiles
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well I do do that too sometimes if I don't like the book like part of the way through. And I'm like, listen, I can't finish this book, but people are obsessed with it. So <laughs> I need your help because <laughs> I just can't. Oh man,
0: Yeah. Speaking of reps, what do you look for in a rap? And for those of you listening who have no idea what I'm talking about, sometimes businesses, especially on Instagram and like smaller shops will have like bookstagrammers or I guess like influencers is a decent way of phrasing it that will then like post about it and like partnership and have codes. How do you decide on your reps?
1: Um, I generally look for, um, first I look for engagement. So I see, um, you know, if they have comments on their posts that they've posted in the last like week or so and if they respond to those posts and are talking with people and engaging um, because I feel like that's really a good factor for a rep because they're really they're friendly and they have you know friends that they actually talk to on bookstagram versus like if somebody's just posting and not really interacting in any way I don't think any potential customers would go to that person and think, oh, I'm gonna buy this because they did it, you know, if they're not interacting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, engagement is a really big one and then I do look for photo style. Obviously, I have to like the photo style if if I'm gonna repost it, I don't always have to like like every photo, but you know if they have a theme on their page, like a picture theme I like that versus random photos um that's just a
0: personal preference (laughs) maybe that's a little shallow I don't know (laughs) but no I get it yeah
1: (laughs) but hey I mean it's just you like a good aesthetic feed it looks like you like
0: yeah it's your shop (laughs) Yeah, yeah
1: right right um and then the final thing um would probably be just you know whatever they've written about themselves in their post, um, their actual rep, rep entry. I like to read through those and kind of get to know them a little bit more through that. So yeah. I think I think a lot of people would think that follower count matters, but in my experience, the people that have a lot of followers aren't always better reps than the people that have like not that many followers. I mean one of my, one of my best reps I've had, I think only had maybe 900 to a thousand followers. So it's like, you know, she more had, um, I guess personal interactions with people. So they trusted her and then would, you know, use her code to buy stuff and stuff, But, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. I really wanted to get it, get at that follower account doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really doesn't. It really doesn't.
0: Have you ever had a moment with the shop where you feel like you've like made it? Was there any one like moment where like, I got this. I've made it. This is great. I, I
1: think that I never really felt like I made it, but that one time that actually she did it twice (laughs) that time that V Schwab, like shared the mug that I had created that was kind of like a whoa moment but I don't think it it didn't make me feel like I've made it you know I don't think I've made it at all um it's more so just really cool to see when the authors you love like the products you've created and will repost it because not all of them do that so but that was really cool and crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I also got a lot of follows from that share. (laughs) I was like, why am I getting like 200 followers all of a sudden? Not like what happened? And then somebody goes, oh, Schwab like shared your post. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So it was fun. I love that.
0: I once had that happen with like reels. Like one of my reels took off and it wasn't even like a good one i don't understand how it took off but it did and i got like 100 followers from it and i was like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> that, isn't that so
1: crazy i feel like the simplest reels sometimes get the most views i don't know what it is it's... my reels that i do are normally me just holding books up in front of my bookshelf and some of them have gotten like 90 to hundred K views. And I'm like, it's just like me holding books up. What, <laughs> what, what is this about? And then I'll do a really cool or what I would think is a really cool reel where I'm like, like acting as a character and it gets like 5,000 views. And I'm like, oh, come on. I, t- I that one took me longer than those other ones. I know. <laughs>
0: I feel the exact same way all the time. I'm like, this one's hysterical. This one make- makes me laugh. And then I'm like, no, like it, it's fine.
1: <laughs> it's like, you're the only one who gets it and thinks it's funny and nobody else likes it. And you're like,
0: no. <laughs> Your stuff, you have those really cool bookshelves.
1: Oh those yeah. They're
0: like green and they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why they get views sometimes just from the bookshelves.
1: I don't know. It was like $30 on Amazon for those lights. So if you want some,
0: I'll send you the link. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I loved it. Like that's how I think you popped up on mine and I like saw the green shelves and I was like, this is cool. (laughs) I started scrolling and like definitely follow you because I found that first. (laughs) Yes. The shelves. (laughs) Oh man. pressure to focus on a certain kind of novel for your like inspos um so
1: so at the beginning I think I tried to pick more popular ones or ones that I knew would do well but now I'm kind of like a little more selfish about it and I'm like I really like this book so I'm (laughs) gonna eat coffee about it and whatever that's just what it's gonna be (laughs) so I like for August I have a couple of um coffees coming out about books that nobody has ever asked for coffee about but I was like these books are awesome so I want to create something around them so yeah I I do I do pick like popular ones still occasionally but I'll also pick maybe not
0: as popular but more my my loves (laughs) my book love this episode's gonna come out in August. What what do you have coming? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. marketing. No, shaking.
1: <laughs> okay. So I have a coffee that is coming out themed around it's called Blood Air, and it's by an author named Amelia Wen Zhao. I might be saying that name wrong. But her book is a I think it's a trilogy because the third one is coming out later this year. And so I just loved it. It, it was really, really cool. It's about this girl that, um, she, she does like blood magic, but it's super rare and it's kind of about, um, her journey and it's really cool and it's a good book. So I had that coming out, which nobody, well, one person has said that they want that as a copy, (laughs) but, um, and then I have a, well, Stalking Jack the Ripper, I do have a coffee around that coming out, and that's a little bit more popular, I would say. At least I see it more often. And then the third one is one of my favorite series ever. It's called His Fair Assassin series by Robin Lefebvre. And it's about these nuns who are assassins. So it's pretty sweet. And they basically do the bidding of the devil. and it's fantastic, and I love it, so <laughs> I'm making a coffee around that, <laughs> but it's my goal to have everyone read it, because it's just such a good series. It's set in, like, 1400s Brittany, and it's, like, got all the politics of the time in it. It's really good. It's really good,
0: so. Yeah, definitely adding that to my TBR, which is ever growing, but I promise it's at the top now. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's ever growing too. I probably have like 500 on there. I don't even know. (laughs) How do you balance that? Having a book inspired shop, having a bookstagram and just overall reading for pleasure. Like how do you balance? (laughs) I I don't have a life. No.
1: (laughs) I, uh, Okay. Well, okay. During my day job, a lot of the times, you know, my work as an accountant is not, it's, <laughs> I'm just used to it. Maybe. I don't know if the, I'm about to say like, it's the easiest job ever. No. Um, <laughs> my life as an accountant is, it doesn't require me to, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's very easy to listen to audiobooks while I'm working. <laughs> okay. So a lot of the times, I'll be working on a spreadsheet or, you know, reports, whatever. And I'm listening to an audiobook at the same time. Um, that is how I am able to read a lot of my books. And then in the evening um, before I go to bed, I'll read like a physical book. So I'm always reading two books at one time, but yeah. And then my <laughs> coffee business, I do that in the evenings, most of the time. And on the weekends So my weekends are generally spent packaging coffee and then taking it to the post office. So I think probably a lot of people don't know this. I always take packages to the post office on Saturdays. It's just easier to do it one day a week versus I was taking them to the post office like every day, but it was so much work. And I would stress out trying to like get out of work early enough to get to the post office. And so I was like, you know what? people can wait a whole week (laughs) to have their coffee shipped out though. Absolutely can. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. But everything is fresh roasted. So that's why I go to the, um, the roaster so often Mm -hmm. Is I always have it fresh roasted. So I'm sending out the freshest coffee I can to people, but yeah. And then bookstagram takes up a lot of time too. So normally in the mornings before I start work for the day, I take photos for bookstagram and I'll try to post. So I normally, sometimes I don't make it (laughs) because I just can't get up in the morning sometimes, but a lot of the times I'll get up at like 6am and I'll take photos and then I'll post whatever I need to post. A lot of my photos I take like minutes before I post them (laughs) I'll be like oh dang it I need to post this book for like this person or for this company and I haven't taken a photo yet and so I'll just be like all right let me get up early and I'll take a photo real quick and post it for the day so that then work then coffee business and then anything else I can squeeze in.
0: (laughs) that's kind of how it goes (laughs) I know (laughs) I know it's so much right I mean, mostly I the waking up at 6am. I wake up my, oh. I start my job at nine and I wake up at nine.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, do you work from home? I do. Okay. Luckily my current, my job, my day job is from home as well, but I log in at like seven. So that's why I wake up at six. <laughs> Cause I like to do like a seven to four schedule for my eight hours. So
0: that's just a personal
1: preference, I guess.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I like definitely like sneak away for like the 20 minutes it takes me to like set up a book account. I'm like, it's my lunch. It's fine. Yeah. It's no big
1: deal. I, I definitely do do
0: stuff at lunch sometimes too. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I'll spend this
1: hour doing like something yeah. that I need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least until offices go back in, I'm working from home. Yeah. I'm not grumpy yeah. about it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Not looking forward to that. (laughs) Can I still wake up at nine? Can I just like show up at like ten? I promise I'll like be on email. But (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: man, just be like I'll show up at ten and I just like won't take a lunch break. It's fine. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Would and if I could wear yoga pants while I do this, that'd be great. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've gotten rid of a lot of my business stuff because I haven't
1: worn it in so long. I'm like, screw it, get rid of it.
0: (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. I work in a government building. So okay. like there's like a dress code and all of that. And I'm like a heel person. I love heels. I'm crazy oh. fine. I recognize I'm a sociopath. It's fine. But <laughs> I haven't worn it since like COVID. And so I'm like, I cannot do this anymore. That's fine.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. I'm the opposite. I can't wear heels at all. I just I I literally used to go to work with like chucks on (laughs) and I'd just be like ignore my shoes don't look at me (laughs) I'm an accountant you know I sit in the back I don't I don't see people it's fine
0: (laughs) I make that joke all the time I'm like I sit in a cubicle in like a corner of the office that no one goes to and for like the entire year I was in this office before COVID no one knew if I was there or not so like can I just continue to wear the yoga pants? <laughs> totally. Just do it. But anyways, back yeah, to-, to what the podcast is about. <laughs> That's a nice little segue into working from home. Do you ever feel competition with other bookish shops at all?
1: Um, So I, I haven't felt like huge, huge competition just because coffee is it's sort of a niche that other people don't really—they don't really do it. There are a couple of shops. I think um, Story Arts has some book-themed coffee, and they're a pretty big shop. And there might be like one other um, that has like story or coffee themed around books and stuff. But I haven't really felt much competition on that front. The competition, I have recently seen is that um more people are now starting to do the stoneware mugs so i have seen that like a couple of shops incorporating those into their shop uh, which is fine you know it's everybody has their own designs for their mugs so it's really like on the customers which which designs they want is what it comes down to so That's probably the biggest uh, competition that I've seen is just the mugs and the candles. I don't really think of my shop as a candle shop. It's sort of just a side thing that I enjoy doing. So if I sell candles, it's cool. If I don't, it's not a huge deal to me because there's a lot of candle shops. And I mean, I I buy from those shops. So it's like, (laughs) I buy those candles too, you know? Um, So yeah not tons of competition That's right true. now until all of a sudden a coffee shop pops up and I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 I say that. And then like 10 are going to pop up. No, I'll show you.
0: <laughs> Go <ahead. laughs> You're going to listen to this podcast and be like, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. I'll find a roaster. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> roasting's hard you guys (laughs) it's so so much work you don't want to do it (laughs) what do you have the most fun creating probably the probably
1: the coffee um flavors like trying to come up with flavors for the books is really fun I enjoy that part a lot So sometimes they don't work out. So every time a new flavor is created, um, I have to try it obviously. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this did not go well. (laughs) It's like, we cannot sell this in the shop. It's not happening. (laughs) That has happened a few times. I'm like, oh,
0: yikes. That's not good. It's not good. (laughs) My idea was bad. (laughs) So. Are there any flavors or items that you'd want to, like, go back and revisit? Like, anything to, like, tweak or either Hmm. resell?
1: So, yeah. So, I know that um, I did just bring out... So, there... Okay. A long time ago, when I first started the shop, I had a bunch of Harry Potter-themed stuff. And then... I was getting a lot of like heat for having Harry Potter stuff when that whole thing happened with rowling and how she's dumb and whatnot. (laughs)
0: And how she can't stop talking. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like just shut up and don't be dumb. You're like, what are you doing? So anyway, I took a lot of those out, but, um, I, I really liked some of the flavors, but I never brought those flavors back. So I think those were, would be ones that I want to kind of bring, bring back. Cause some of the flavors were really good um there was like a a toffee one that was really good um and like a vanilla something shoot now I can't remember <laughs> they were good I tell you that was I swear swear.
0: <laughs> where they were good yeah anywho See, that makes complete sense. Like <laughs> rebranding of fun flavors.
1: Yeah, like just bring them back as some other, some other thing.
0: Only like before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any advice for people who want to start their own small business? Yeah. Um.
1: My biggest advice would be to just do a lot of research. <laughs> I definitely did research. Like. When I came up with this idea, it was in 2019, and I researched that in almost that entire year. Did research, and I had a lot of phone calls with people, and I went and I visited like coffee roasters. I visited different places um, to really, you know, figure it all out. So research is good, and also another really good research tool is other bookish. Um,
0: oh, wait, hold on. Was, what? He froze. What did That's, I say last? You said do your research. And another great tool is, and then you're starting to say. Oh no! And then it froze. Yep. No. <laughs> oh, well, nobody gets yeah, to one hear one that. that tool. <laughs>
1: <no>. <laughs> That's it. Nope. End of show. Now, um So, another good tool is to reach out to other bookish shops that you like so i i actually when i was starting i reached out to uh riddles tea shop which is a pretty good uh tea shop and i just asked a lot of questions about kind of different things um to see if they would respond and they did respond and i was like oh shoot okay thank you (laughs) um but yeah And it doesn't have to be a business that's similar to yours. You know, you could reach out to any business just to ask like, hey, do you have any advice on these specific things and that kind of stuff. So
0: I feel like the best part about the bookish community is just how supportive we are of everyone. Yeah, It doesn't matter if you are like theoretically a competitor or something like that. If you need advice, we're all, everyone's there for advice and willing to help out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's super, super nice. And everybody's, Pretty f- like everybody's really friendly and they just want to help you. It's
0: it's pretty awesome.
1: I enjoy it. <laughs> Love the bookish community.
0: Yep. Um, what spurred you creating a bookstagram in the first place? Um so actually it was kind
1: of random. So me and my coworker would t- talk about Instagram all the time, and she'd always be like, Look at this person. All they do is like post about this and they have so many followers (laughs) and I was like well just freaking start one then so we started accounts together but hers was based around food she's like a foodie so she does food in the Maryland area and then I was like well I really like books and I see all these book people and I just think it'd be fun to share you know the books I like with other people and see who else likes them because I mean I don't have none of my friends read the same books that I do you know what I mean so and didn't have anyone to talk to about about them ever mm-hmm. so I started it and then I made a bunch of friends and I was like oh this is cool actually and I was like all right so yeah and I would say I've met probably like some of my best friends on Instagram these past few years so yeah it's pretty sweet it was just random, I guess, that I started it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> that was very similar. I, like, found a couple bookstagrammers that, like, on, like, my free page or explore page. And I was like, I can do this. This is fine. Yeah. I got yeah. it. <laughs> and now I'm, like, really great friends. And I was like, oh, actually, I really enjoy this. Yeah, I know. It's, it's
1: surprising. Like, you don't think... Of making really good connections online, but it happens.
0: Uh-huh. I sent my friend a meme once that was like, you never know, or there's never been a, a supportive friend quite as supportive as your anonymous online friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah. It is true. <laughs> Absolutely. What kind of books do you gravitate towards? Like, what are some of your favorite books and authors?
1: I think mostly I gravitate towards fantasy um, and previously I, I was like really hard core into YA fantasy, um, but recently I've kind of been steering more towards adult fantasy. I just feel like the young adult stuff has kind of been annoying me lately. <laughs> I'm like, mm, let's go to some other ones, but mostly fantasy. I do like the occasional romance
0: novel as well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a nice poly cleanser to all the fantasy. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you just need something a little lighter. Mm-hmm. So something where, you know, there's, if there's a happily ever after or happily ever for now. And you're perfectly, it's perfectly wonderful. That's right. <laughs> yep. Everything is good. Love it. Especially <laughs> when you're in like a young adult, you're like, I need some spot.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. You're like, they're not doing anything. What is wrong with these people? (laughs) Come on though. (laughs) Why? I know. I know. Sometimes you're like, really, really? That's all. Mm
0: -hmm." (laughs) Who's your favorite author right now? I say right now because I know it's an ever-changing type of thing.
1: It is. It really is. Um... Oh, gosh that's hard I think currently it would have to be <laughs> I think currently it's sh- like Schwab I've said her name so many times
0: <laughs> but,
1: I mean she's just such a good writer I love it I love it
0: um, yeah. I recently read my first Schwab I read mm-hmm. Addie LaRue
1: oh yeah
0: I recommend it to everyone and so it good. destroyed me.
1: <laughs> I, know. I know and it's not even a fantasy and I was like oh this is amazing. I like, Wait do I like fantasy? And then I was like yeah I do but this she's just good. She's just good at writing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> if you haven't read her Darker Shades series you should read it. I haven't. Oh, I just haven't read it yet. Like it's on my shelf oh stares at me during the day and Being like read me <laughs> yeah no it's awesome I I love that series so good um I heard that it might not end the happiest and if that's true then I might just riot
1: <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't know how it ends <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> someone tried to warn me after I read Addie I was like if all of her books are like this I don't know if I can do this because I was just Destroyed by the ending of Addie. And we're like, you might not want to read it. And I was like,
1: what? (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I, okay. So, Addie, so I'm guessing you like Henry
0: and Addie? No, I really, really, really like The Darkness.
1: You do? (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: I'm that toxic person.
1: No, no. I like him too. Like I, at the end I was like, why are you so dumb? Is what I was thinking Yeah. about Addy. <laughs> it didn't destroy me. It was more like, it just like made me angry. And I was like, why are you this way? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, hell
0: yeah. Oh wait, shoot. Am I allowed to say that? I'm sorry. You are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, I'm just a wimp. So any like sad part of a book, I cry and like I feel very deeply. And that just okay. like just a lot of sadness all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even now like, a big fan of the darkness because it's like Luke is like kind of great. <laughs> Not I in a healthy did. way, but he's a very great.
1: The the part with like where he takes her to the opera. Yes. I was done. I was like <laughs> I, this book better change right here. It better switch over. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I just, I can't. Like,
0: um, spoilers for the people, like, sorry. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. And Fine, they won't know what any of it means. <laughs> oh, for sure. But, like, the cabin that winter, oh, I, like, mm-hmm. really like Luke then as well, and... Just overall, I was like very much like not upset by the ending, but at the same time, I was like, let's get I this together. together. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, man, that's good. Oh, uh, yes, but Schwab is definitely I want to read more because it's it was so well written. And yeah, so you can tell that she's just a phenomenal writer. And the fact that like I can't feel this strongly for, I guess, like the antagonist of the Yeah just like shows how great of a writer she is. Oh yeah, for sure. In
1: Darker Shades, I think my favorite character, well, I really like the main girl character in it. She's amazing. But like my other favorite character is sort of, yeah, the bad guy. And <laughs> like, oh, I love you. <laughs> You're misunderstood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been very lovely. Thank you so much for taking the time yes thanks for bringing me on the show how exciting my closing question to all my guests is what books are you currently binging right now oh, oh well
1: I just finished reading finished reading I don't know what I said <laughs> um Dark Shores by Danielle Jensen
0: she's coming on the podcast.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, I oh, am so
0: the best ex- person ever and I love her.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. Um, yeah, I love her. She wrote the Maldiction um, series and that's like one of my favorite series of all time. I love it. So I was like, I should read her other books because why have I not? So I just finished reading the first one and I've started the second one. And then I also have a really large obsession with Norse mythology. So I'm reading this book called The Witch's Heart by Guinevere somebody. I cannot say her last name, so I'm going to try. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm binging all of the Danielle Jensen and Norse mythology stuff.
0: <laughs> so you're going to be really excited when her new series comes out because it's Viking based. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Apparently it has like magic system similar to Malediction series. Ooh. It's Vikings and Norse. And so it's like very up your alley, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It might be my new favorite series when it comes out. (laughs) I'm
1: not (laughs) mad about it.
0: Thank you so much again. This has been Caitlin, owner of Fablegrounds Coffee. You can follow the shop on Instagram at Fablegrounds Coffee. You can follow Caitlin on Instagram and see all of the books she's recommending at Balancing Books and Coffee. You can shop all of the amazing coffees and candles and mugs at FablegroundsCoffee.com. I'm your host Jessica. You can follow me on Instagram at Bookshelf Binge. And this has been a Bookshelf Binge. Be sure to rate the podcast wherever you're listening. And we have a Discord server. Be sure to reach out to me if you want an invite to that. And I will talk to you you all next week.